Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Rise of Purpose podcast. My name is David Rochelle III, and I'm your host. Hey, today's topic is going to be very interesting. I brought in someone special. Uh, he's not only a body transformation specialist, but he's also my homeboy, and he actually has a life insurance business. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm bringing to the table today Mr. Malachi McCoy. He is the real McCoy. This dude got into fitness, you know, and right after college. I remember Malachi being a skinny guy who just wanted to gain muscle mass. And, you know, he and I know he did some research. He did some his due diligence. And, man, he just went into these books and magazines. And, you know, he ended up um, taking a Bill Phillips approach to uh, muscle building after attending muscle media, uh, media in 2000. And so that was an extremely positive experience for him. After seeing some progress in his with his fitness goals, he actually decided to pursue a career helping others to do the same. He went through four different certifications in personal training and fitness nutrition because, you know, when in college, he knew that personal training was not an option. And so his fitness journey took him into bodybuilding stages from uh, New York all the way to Las Vegas, where he had the privilege to work with some of the top names in the sport, all the way up to Olympia. And so for those of you who are not familiar with Olympia, that is the biggest stage that you can possibly uh, interact with when it comes to bodybuilding. He's still growing as an athlete and a fitness professional down to this day. So ladies and gentlemen, with that being said, I want to officially welcome Mr. Malachi McCoy. Malachi, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, David. Appreciate you having me on here, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, my man. So, yeah, man, um, I wanted to get into today's topic for discussion, transformation through sustainable dietary habits and exercise. I think most people feel like they've heard it all, Malachi, and, you know, they, 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 these fitness gurus that are out there, man, this <laughs> They're talking, they're putting out, you know, stuff and content on IG, you know, Instagram, right, right. Like online programs and stuff like that, man. And, you know, sometimes, and I'm not saying always, but they promote products and services that they did not use to get to where they are. Oh, yeah. Many times, unfortunately. Yeah, man. So, you know, I wanted to bring someone who not only has transformed his body, their body, but also you have worked with people to transform their body. And there is a, there's an entire process, a science, even, you know, an art to body transformation. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited to jump into this brother. And so I want to start off by talking about the carbohydrate versus fat myth. Yes. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, there's just so much information that it's out there in terms of carbohydrates, you gotta have carbs, well, uh, and then, of course, there's the ketogenic diet, you know, it's like, well, fat, you know, is king. So, dude, you know, help us with understanding this, man, uh, carb versus fat. Right, right. So, you know, um, you will find as we uh, go through this, uh, this interview, this conversation, that my approach is very balanced. Um, but I also believe that when it comes to carbohydrates, uh, carbohydrates are uh, what you call 
their their situation their situational macronutrients. And what I mean by that is carbohydrates are necessary for a particular um, amount of workload. Um, the average person, the, uh, the nine to five uh, person that's sitting at their desk, what have you, um, even if they're a weekend athlete, does not necessarily need um, a lot of carbohydrates. Um, you can function without them. It's not necessarily something that I always push because most people can't necessarily handle that. Um, but if you think about it, you have what's called essential amino acids, which amino acids, for those of us who are not familiar, are the building, building blocks of protein. Um, so amino acids is what makes up your chicken, fish, tuna, steak, etc. And then you have essential fatty acids. Essential fatty acids are necessary. You need to take those in so that your body can um, have a healthy uptake of vitamins A, E, and K. All of those are fat soluble only. And so if you don't have enough fat in your diet, then you're going to end up deficient in, in one or, or all of those. Even vitamin D would fall into that category. However, to pivot back to the carbohydrate side of things, carbohydrates, um, and it really depends on the person's circumstances. Uh, if a person is like myself, um, or like I was when you remember, as you mentioned back in high school, I was I was super skinny. So if that is your if that is your situation, then carbohydrates are a godsend because carbohydrates give you energy to get through workouts. They also help to preserve muscle tissue. If you have the type of metabolism where your body is going to feed on itself, if it doesn't have enough calories, then yes, you, you, you'd absolutely want to get those carbohydrates. However, if your main goal as far as body transformation is what most people call weight loss, but probably more accurately could be described as fat loss, then you want to significantly reduce the amount of carbohydrates that you take in. And the reason for that is because, as most people know, carbohydrates are your body's preferred source of fuel, right? So it's not going to necessarily eat at its own fat stores because the, body's, the body is designed for survival. And so only taps into those fat stores as a last resort. So what we have to do is trick the body into feeding on its own fat stores so that we can get that weight loss transformation. And the best way to do that, you know, as I mentioned, but to reiterate, is to significantly reduce or even maybe for a short time eliminate carbohydrate intake. And when I say that, I'm specifically talking about the starchy carbs. You know, um, cruciferous vegetables also count as carbohydrates, but obviously you want to keep those in there um, to make sure that your uh, circulatory system, um, your heart, et cetera, stays healthy. Okay. Doug. That's good stuff, man. Um, it, it's good to hear that, you know, when you bring up essential amino acids, essential um, fatty acids. Yes. But at the end of the day, and through my 21 years of being in health and fitness, I've never heard of an essential carbohydrate. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, hey, man, you know, carbs taste good, man. They, they taste good. 
you know, it's, and, you know, when you were saying trick your body into going to those fat stores and doing some spending there when it comes to caloric expenditure, man, it's like, you know, spending from your, your savings account versus your checking account. Right, right. You know, like, so it's like man, that's just so counterintuitive. It's like, why would I? Why would I? I got a checking account. Right. So why right. would I? Why would I spend from my savings account? It's like I, I've been building that savings account, <laughs> and most people don't get it, man. It's like, right. no, you, you got to spend from my savings. Yeah. You know, you got to get those savings down, man. Yep. And so, yep. yeah. So carbohydrates are, you know, just like I said, you know, from your checking account, and that's something that you use situational. You know, right. you need to. Bill, boom, you go in the checking account. You know, you need to get gas, boom, you go in the checking account. And so it's situational because, yes, it's designed to be used immediately by the, and I, I know we're going into science and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try not to geek out Rise of Purpose Nation. It's hard. But yeah, it's hard yeah, for us. <laughs> yeah, man. So, you know, you got those three energy systems. You have the phosphogen energy system, you have the anaerobic glycolytic system, and you have the aerobic energy system. And so, you know, our first movements are geared towards, you know, that, that, uh, that glycolytic system where we're using carbohydrates primarily. But, you know, eventually, you know, you do want to, you know, engage in physical activity and eat a certain way so that you are tapping into your, you know, aerobic capacity for utilizing those fats. And, the, you know, even with the anaerobic glycolytic system, they can use fats as well when yes. carbohydrates have been exhausted that's it that's it yeah man. So, <laughs> yeah man I, you know i love this stuff man i love this stuff so i mean it's 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 not a you don't have to figure it out when you have experts available to you and so that's what I'm, we're I'm for so happy that you the came point. on man talk to us so do you know um proper hydration is has always been something that i, I feel that people overlook you know, when it comes to water, you know, the, the whole concept of how much water we should be drinking. Right. So ambiguous, 64 ounces. Well, 64 ounces pertaining to who? You give, you, you give Shaquille O'Neal 64 ounces of water. <laughs> and he's going pa he to pass out before, before pass the first, first quarter is over. Exactly. So it's like, you know, these generalizations... And I'm not beating up on America's nutritional guidelines, but I am beating up on America's guidelines yeah. because we've gone through so many different things throughout our history. It's always good to understand, you know, what what are some of the proven methods in terms of, you know, proper hydration or sufficient sufficient hydration that you've come across? Yeah, I have I have a basic formula that I give okay. to everyone and it really is dependent on your body weight. So you basically want to get in two ounces of water for, I want to say it's um, each half pound. Um, so for me, I'm about, I'm about 170. So, and, and these are baseline numbers. These are couch potato numbers. So if you're outside, if you're exercising, if you are in a, a hot or a humid climate, or even an arid, obviously an arid climate, mm -hmm. then the, um, the need for this is going to go up. So for me at about 170, 180 pounds, my baseline is going to be 90 ounces of water. So we're already above that 64 ounces that's just been thrown, you know, thrown out there. Um, so to give you an idea about how much that is for me, that's that's going to be about three quarters of a gallon. And, you know, a lot of people, uh, well, you know, that's that's a lot of water. But 
we're not really taking into consideration how important water is just for organ function. If you're not taking in enough water, first, a lot of people that have back pain that think it's muscular, it's because they're dehydrated. You know, their back is killing like, oh, I don't, I didn't, I haven't been doing anything. I don't know why my back is hurting me, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, you've had three cups of coffee and, and two Cokes and maybe a glass of water for the day. <laughs> and so what's going on is your body is telling you, hey, man, I need I need some water. So if you want to function properly, you need to get some water in in my system. It's every every um, every um, uh, excuse me, every organ. So your kidneys, your stomach, your liver muscular contraction. If you want to have healthy skin, hair, and nails, water is essential. The other thing that water also does is it carries nutrients. So if we want to pivot back just for a second to the body transformation goals, if you're doing everything else properly, you're getting in your protein and the proper amount of fats and the carbs that are necessary for you. If you're not drinking enough water, guess what? That food is just going to sit there. It's not going to push out to help you recover from workouts, to help you make sure that you get um, sufficient and a proper amount of, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Good sleep. We're just going to go with good sleep mm-hmm. because all, all, all sleep is not, is not the same, right? You know, you have, you have a sleep where you like, you feel like you just didn't get sleep at all. And then you have the sleep where you wake up without the alarm and you feel refreshed. And Water is essential to all of those things. It, it really is very foundational. Absolutely, man. I, I'm so glad that you said that because <clears throat> once again, you know, throughout my career of working with clients and patients, man, I've talked about the importance of hydration, man. And you you touched upon back back pain. And you know, when you look at it from what's going on within the body, mm-hmm. those discs that actually provide a nice, comfortable c- cushion between those spinal vertebrae, you know, those discs, those hydrophilic yeah, discs are filled with fluid. Yep. And so water is very essential to make sure that there's a nice, comfortable cushion between those vertebrae. And when you're dehydrated, they flatten out. Friction is produced at a very high level. Ir- you know, uh, then you have inflammation yes. and that back pain continues to perpetuate. And people are like, all I got to do is drink more water. I'm like, that could very well be a solution. It could be that simple. <laughs> it could be that simple, man. And just, you know, it's, it, it's, um, I don't want to say it's mind blowing because you and I, Malachi, this is what we do. Right. But dude, on the other hand, it's like people that don't believe us, they'll go out and research it. Right now, they are, they're analyzing every little bit of what we're saying right, right now. They right. go out and look it up because right. they need to validate what the experts are saying. Right. And, and right. It's because, you know, these days and age, uh, unfortunately, when it comes to the fitness industry, everyone's an expert. And yeah. uh, it, it's sad to say that, but um, hey, it is what it is, man. Right, right. A lot, of these, a lot of these genetic freaks are like, I drink soda and <laughs> coffee and I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm glad I'm glad that you're talking to us about this. So, dude, people want to make changes. Man, this this whole quarantine 15, the pandemic pudge, you know, that I put right. on dude, this is, this has been a serious and 
uh, it's been dark days for a lot of us, man. We're absolutely, you know, we're our metabolisms, our mental health, our, you know, our, our weight gain, you know, it's, it's just so much going on in the wrong direction. Right. So, you know, of course there's been this big hoopla about gyms being closed. It's like, Oh, we need gyms. But at the end of the day, gyms aren't essential exercise is, but then like, you know, the need for moderate exercise as a stimulus for physical change. I don't think people understand the importance of moderation right, and, and consistency. So can you talk to us about, you know, um, that in terms of physical change? Yes, absolutely. So just to um, briefly comment on the moderate side of things, the, the reason that <clears throat> I like to focus on moderate is because as Americans, our tenant tends to be go big or go home, right? right <laughs> and that's exactly. fine, but is it sustainable? So mm. you want you want to pick something that fits your lifestyle. Um, and so many so many times, you know, people look at the quote unquote fitness gurus and experts and stuff like that. And what we have to remember is that those folks get paid to work out. <clears throat> A lot of times they don't really necessarily have a family. Some of them do, (laughs) but a lot of times they don't necessarily um, have like kids and a wife or a husband that they have to go home to. And so they can afford to spend two, three hours um, in the gym. But for the average person that just wants to be able to function and play with their children, 15, 20, 30 minutes of exercise four times a week is... A sustainable, a sustainable amount of exercise that they can do. And again, as you mentioned a little while ago, you don't necessarily need a gym to do that. Um, there are bodyweight exercises that you can do at home. Um, I've had people drop 10, 15, 20 pounds just exercising at home with minimal amounts of equipment. Um, you can go to, if you just are a person that needs to have equipment, you can get resistance bands from your local retail store, whether that's Walmart, Target, or, you know, even um, whether Ollie's, <laughs> Marshall's, like all these little stores, they have resistance bands where you can pick up for a little bit of nothing and, you know, pick three basic exercises. You know, you can do like uh, a squat, you can do that with the resistance band, or you can do it with body weight. Um, you can do some type of curling exercise. Um, you can wrap the band around a door and do some back exercises. And you really can get a full body workout <clears throat> in 30 minutes or less. Now, granted, it's always better to reach out to somebody like David or myself. You want to work with somebody that really knows what they're doing and can guide you properly as far as exercise um, execution because we don't want y'all hurting yourselves. But at the end of the day, the most important thing is to get moving. You know, so many people are like, oh, you know, I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to walk every day for 45 minutes. Well, bro, if you've been sitting, if you've been sitting on your keister on the couch for the last five years, not doing anything, you're not going to go from that to a 45 minute walk and be able to maintain that consistently. I'm sorry. That's, that's just not realistic. (laughs) Right. Let's let's start off small. You know, let's, instead of, instead of um, having such a big goal, maybe next time you go to the grocery store, instead of looking for the closest spot, park away, park away from the store 
and and walk all the way to the door. Um, if you live in a relatively safe neighborhood, you know, just walk from your door to the corner and back and gradually increase. I'm all about being gradual with the changes because we are capable of all out intensity. All of us are. We've all heard about the mother who lifted you know, the car off of the child or, you know, we saw that lady on TikTok fought, fought a, a brown bear off of her dogs. So <laughs> she right, had worked right, out right. a day in her life. But <clears throat> we want something that we can sustain that fits into our lifestyle. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm glad, Malachi, that you mentioned the fact that, you know, what, when we look at these these sources of inspiration, on Instagram and things of that sort where these individuals have wonderful bodies. I mean, yeah, they don't live the normal lifestyle that we live. Right. And so that takes time. And some people don't get the concept of the process. And it is a process. It's one, whereas you, it's a process of getting out of shape and it's a process of getting back into shape. Absolutely. And unfortunately, (laughs) you know, we're more, conscious of you know getting uh getting back in shape than we the are end goal. Because <laughs> right. it just all of a sudden you look down and you're like damn whoa what happened you know it's like i can't Absolutely. put my finger on what happened it's because so many things transpired over the course of time right that we don't understand that both you know to move in both directions it requires consistency so you were consistent at integrating poor lifestyle choices and I say lifestyle because there's so many variables that are there. Absolutely. You integrated poor lifestyle choices over time. And that's why you're where you are versus, okay, in order for you to move in the opposite direction, you have to incorporate positive lifestyle choices consistently <laughs> in small portions, as you mentioned, in moderation over time. Mm. And uh, I think once we grasp that, we'll be in a much better situation. And that's why for me, I continuously promote being healthy over being fit. Right. Because you have to understand the health component first before you can get fit. You got, and some you people like have that foundation first. Yeah. 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 You got Some people want to go, go hardcore. Let me get fit. All right. Let me go and let me go and knock this out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> knock yourself out. <laughs> that, that, that sounds good. But, um, you know, I always allude to celebrities that have been historically out of shape. All of a sudden, they, they jump into a personal training program and kill over. Yep. It's sad, man. But, you know, exercise can be detrimental to your health when it's unadvisable, you know, based on your current medical status, mm-hmm. uh, something that most trainers don't really dive into or even understand right and you go too too much too soon right right rhabdomyolysis <clears throat> excuse me yeah absolutely um, i guess I, since i said that i should <laughs> i should kind of talk about for those who folks who don't know what it is rhabdomyolysis is an extreme case of working too hard and <clears throat> the body basically completely breaks the muscle tissue down it can literally put you in the hospital that day. Yeah. It's, you know, way beyond regular soreness. So, yeah. And so Malachi, with that being said, uh, I know some people who are, uh, who may have heard about it. Can that only happen with CrossFitters? No. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a great question. That can happen to anybody. I mean, you know, anyone, anyone that goes from, as I mentioned before, a, a long period of inactivity to, yeah, I'm going to get it. I'm going to kill. I'm going to kill the, the workout might. I mean, I hate to put it like this, but you might want to kill the workout, but the workout may end up killing you. It's, right, uh, right. it's always better. Uh, to be slow, slow and steady, like we learned from the the Aesop's fable back in the day. You know, you don't you don't want to be the hare <laughs> in this one. You want to you want to be the tortoise and right, make right. those consistent small changes so that the compound effect at the end of whether it's three three months, six months, or a year mm -hmm. is going to be you moving closer and closer to the health and whatever your ultimate goal happens to be. Absolutely. Fantastic. So, man, um, and of course, we're talking about getting healthy and, you know, body transformation. And a part of that, you know, we, 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 we talked about carbohydrates. We talked about fat. But, I mean, overall healthy eating. Yes. It's like now, you know, now that, you know, say for somebody's in this mindset to change their physique, um, how important is nutrition and then also talk to us about how expensive it can be. Right. <clears throat> so, you know, you have the, you have all these arbitrary numbers out there, right? People are like, oh, it's 40% gym and 60% nutrition, or it's 80% nutrition and 20% gym. Dude, it's a hundred percent working out and it's a hundred percent, you know, eating what you're supposed to eat. You can't, you can't neglect one for the other. And so nutrition is key, right? If let's let's look at it this way, it doesn't matter if you have a Ferrari or if you have a Honda. If you're not putting gas in there, you you're not going anywhere, <laughs> right? So right. you have to you have to fuel properly. And I'm so glad that you asked about the expensive side of things because that is definitely something that I've heard so many people say. Oh, it it just costs so much to eat healthy. <clears throat> So let's let's kind of put it in perspective, right? So yeah, it may it may cost you more to get a couple pounds of chicken breast than it would a bag of potato chips, <laughs> right? Yeah. However, that being said, um, let's just take for example, I haven't been man, I haven't been to a fast food restaurant to eat in forever, but let's say your average. Um, what do they call those combo meals? <laughs> you get the sandwich and the drinks and the fries. And I'm not, I'm not being facetious. I really can't remember right now. Oh, is I mean, it's just a combo meal. Okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, your average, your average combo meal is what seven, eight, nine dollars, right? And that's one meal. Right. If you go to even Giant or Wegmans which <clears throat> their prices are probably a little bit more, more than say like a Target or a Walmart. For that same nine to $10, you can get two or three pounds of meat. You can get a few pounds of vegetables. And if, again, if your body calls for it, you can actually even get a few sweet potatoes. <clears throat> and that same $10, instead of being one meal, can be five. So I'm not trying to hear it's too expensive <laughs> to eat healthy. You know, as, as Americans, um, <clears throat> office job people, they probably spend, I would guesstimate, probably like $10, $20 a day if they're eating breakfast and lunch. 
at work. And then, you know, that's not even dinner. If they turn around and then they get a frozen dinner, then you can easily add. So you can, you're looking at $20, $30 a day just on eating. <clears throat> I'm not a math whiz, <laughs> but, you know, you take the time and just put a fraction of that money toward make using that same amount of money to make healthy choices and going to places, you know, like Wegmans or Giant or even like Whole Foods, you know, which people say Whole Foods is more pricey than those other places that I mentioned. That is true. But if you compare it to how much you're spending by eating out, mm -hmm. then it, it really, it really is a wash. Um, <clears throat> and kind of lost my train of thought. But essentially, um, at the end of the day, you actually come out better eating at home than you do eating out. And as far as the time aspect, because I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, I don't I don't have time to cook. Um, if you have a favorite a favorite show <laughs> or you like to sit down and watch sports or something like that, ladies and gentlemen, you have time to cook. Um, invest in uh, a crock pot or uh, something like a, uh, I forget the name of the new one. They have one that's a combination. Maybe you could help me out with this, David. They have mm -hmm. one that's a combination between a crock pot and a pressure cooker. So you can either cook it for a long time or be done with it in 20, 30 minutes. Do you remember the name of that right now? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I forgot the name of the exact item, but I right. do have a It's uh, and we have it. It's a, it's a ninja. Okay. So okay. It, right. It does right. both. It does. It has a slow kick cooker feature. It has, you know, you can do the pressure cooker. Right. I mean, I mean, it's it's like an all in one. And man, yes. I because it, I mean, it saves so much time. I mean, I can put, I can put, you know, I can put, you know, uh, vegetables. I can put potatoes. I can do, you know, meat. I can put them all in there, and then boom, put it in there. Ten minutes later, it's yep. done. Exactly. Exactly. It's done. So, then you just yeah. put it in containers and put it in the refrigerator. Boom. There go the excuses about not having healthy food. Just yeah. take it with you to work. And you would be amazed at that with that one change. Even if, ladies and gentlemen, even if you're not working out, you make that one change, you're going to be surprised at how it improves your cholesterol levels, your energy levels, your sleep quality. Um, if you make that one adjustment. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100%, Malachi. And some people don't realize that we are habitual creatures and there's certain foods that we eat over and over and over again. So why not purchase them in bulk? Right. Or purchase exactly. them in bulk. Do your meal prep, you know, because meal prep it is definitely a time saver. I mean, you can produce you know, two to three meals over two to three days and just grab and go, especially if you're you're, you're out there and you're working during the pandemic, exactly. you're, you're still commuting in the work or, you know, you're working, you're working at home and you want to make sure you get your meals in. You know, all you got to do is pop it in the microwave and you're good to go. And so you get that measured nutrition and you're getting it in on a consistent basis. And I know that's what we're talking about, consistency and making sure that uh, this is something that's sustainable. But the expense aspect of it, you, you definitely end up spending less. And if you're eating out, as you as you said, you know, you're spending $15, $20 a day, that's $300 to $400 per month. Right. And I guarantee you, if you do your meal prep, 
and you get the foods that you normally eat, put it into, you know, these containers and just have just a set system of how you use this. Using a pressure cooker, not only are you going to save money, I guarantee you're going to save at least, you know, you know, uh, 50% of what you would normally spend by eating out. Absolutely. Yeah, man. So good stuff, man. Good stuff. And um, I, I like the fact that we were talking about moderation because one of my things with Rise of Purpose is that I'm always teaching people about moderation. And it goes back to a client that I had when I first started off training Malachi. Mm-hmm. This lady, and just for the sake, I'm only going to use her last name, uh, rest in heaven, uh, Miss Brown. Uh, but she started training with me at the tender age of 85. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So Miss Brown, she was 85. Uh, she had um, she had um, type two diabetes, but Miss Brown came in to start training. She's like, I need to build muscle. I need to get stronger. Right. And I was like, you know, okay, cool. And so I kind of pigeonholed her at first because I'm like, oh, she's 85. Right, uh, right, right. 80, 85. <laughs> you know, African American woman. She's never exercised before. Oh man, I wanted to put her on all machines. You know, let right. me be right. And, she quickly got bored. So I was like, okay, well, let's, let's do a squat evaluation. I did a squat evaluation with Ms. Brown and dude, she made ass to grass look like it was something she created back in the wow. early. Nice. She dropped well below 90 degrees. Right. Rang up. I'm talking wow. about it, it was, there was still some spring in this chicken, man. Nice. So I was totally amazed. Yeah. So I started Miss Brown and she she worked with me over the course of six months and I was just amazed that this lady is 85 years old and she's functioning better than most 30 and 40 year olds that I'm yes. aware of and I asked her what was the key element of what she you know she felt was the key to, to her longevity right and Miss Brown says she always did everything in moderation right <clears throat> She's like, I do everything, but I do it all in moderation. She's like, Malachi, she would drink her beers. She would drink her wine. She would drink her liquor. You know, she would have her desserts, but she did everything in moderation. She also made sure she had her fruits, her vegetables, you know, her grains, her proteins. She did everything in moderation. And so I adapted this saying that in order to do everything in moderation, you do everything in moderation. <laughs> right. I like that. <laughs> so you can do everything in moderation, but right. you have to do it in moderation. Right. Right. Yeah, man. So, um, yo, Malachi, um, I appreciate you have, you know, being here, man. Once again, this is Malachi, the real McCoy. And he has come to us today to talk about body transformation through sustainable dietary habits and exercise. And of course we, we went into some, some nice golden nuggets that uh, that's here for you to take with you and implement immediately. Yes. And I appreciate you brother. Um, I know there are going to be some, um, some members of the rise of purpose nation. That's they, they, they're going to have questions. They're going to want to reach out to you and, you know, talk to you. So how can they get in contact with you? Well, there are a couple of different ways that you can reach me. You can just uh, email me at my Gmail account, which is realmccoyfitness at gmail.com. And that's spelled M-C-K-O-Y. So R-E-A-L-M-C-K-O-Y. And then the word fitness at Gmail. Uh, 
And also, if you want to schedule a complimentary consultation, you can do that through Facebook, um, same spelling, Real McCoy Fitness, and I'll get the notification. Or you can just ask me questions there directly through Facebook Messenger. Fantastic. And for this podcast, I will definitely make sure that your contact information is available to our audience so then they can reach out to you directly and ask questions. And I don't believe in filtering or being a middle man. When I bring my kids on, I want my audience to be able to directly connect to my my guests uh, because I'm bringing I'm bringing you guys on here because you are a subject matter expert and not only in body transformation. And so hopefully you got that, but Malachi, I absolutely want to bring you back to talk about life insurance, man. And something that I am still kind of trying to grasp the importance of it. And I know that others that are out there that is like, okay, this whole life insurance thing. Okay. We got to dive into that. So we're going to, I'm going to bring you back, man. And we're going to talk about that, but Hey, Malachi, I appreciate your time today, brother. Uh, It's been enlightening. I enjoy speaking with you about these things that are important to all of us. And once again, this is Malachi McCoy. My name is David Rochelle III. I'm your host for Rise of Purpose. Remember, we engage, educate, and empower you so that you know better, do better, and be better. Until next time, continue to rise.